Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. So my love, I'd like to begin this particular episode with, with kind of sharing one of the more memorable movie scenes of like a, a, a movie that, you know, I just kind of fell in love with within the past five years. Can I tell you, can I tell you the line? Normally we start off with a little joke, but I figured, you know what, this is the last episode before we close 2023. And so I think they're just going to learn something new about me at this beginning okay? so that we can slide over to, uh, you know, the topic of the day. Are you ready? Yes, really. You yeah. know, it's episode 48. This is actually episode 48. Isn't episode, it it's super exciting. Episode 48, season two. Yes. Are, are you ready for my... Yes, sorry, go, go. Aviles fact. Although episode <laughs> okay. 48 is, it is quite an achievement. Yes, I'm sorry, go. Looking at your beautiful face. I love you. All right, so one of my favorite movies is Lego, the Batman movie. <laughs> This is so true. I love I love Lego the Batman movie. It's just super awesome. So and almost every car trip we go on, we end up watching it at some point. Yeah, we put it on. You know, um, we we play it and we actually listen to the art. We listen only to the movie because we can't necessarily watch it. We don't have any cameras in the car, but and we watch it and we kind of have everything memorized. So there's a scene there, and if and if anyone knows anything about Batman, you know the man kind of works by himself, right? <laughs> He's he's the Dark Knight, right? He's like the master detective. He works alone. I don't even know how Robin kind of got into the equation a little bit. Um, uh, but there's a scene there where the 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 future uh, chief commissioner, which is Barbara Gordon, uh, the original uh, Gordon's daughter, right? So Barbara Gordon talks about Batman. You don't work together. You don't work with anyone. You're like super duper isolated. And she says, and, and he's like. You know, he just pivots in his mind. He just says, you know, you know, that's, you know, he basically says that's not true anymore. I am like a new man. And he didn't attempts to say what Batman stands for. Do you remember that line? Sweetie? Yes. Batman? Yes, well, I know it. Well, what's it what's say? Best at teamwork. That's right. So Batman says, I'm Batman. I'm best at teamwork, man. That's what it means. I am a team player. Let's work together. Now, anyone that knows anything about Batman knows that's not true. But it was super <laughs> cool when Batman says, best at teamwork, man. Now, I, I sometimes say that to myself. Sometimes I look at Nolan and I say that to her, best at teamwork, man. Let's go. <laughs> so anyway, a little disclosure about me. I love Legos. That's an awesome scene. I recommend you watch it. Yes. Actually, this evening... We went and we we're trying to pick some paint colors, and there was a store with some Lego with no with yeah Lego packs yeah the, Lego the packs. little minifigure packs and Lego. I'm a little disappointed because it looks like you're switching to boxes for the individual minifigures, and I think that's I just don't th I don't like it at all. You Ooh. know yes because the whole point of having the little bags is so that you can see the characters and try to feel the pieces and guess and try to find the character that you want. And so I'm not exactly sure if the thought was bags are easier to rip and maybe people are stealing, but boxes are just as easy. So if your goal is to reduce theft, maybe there's a better way to do it than putting them in boxes. Friendly piece of advice to a, a multi-conglomerate company like, like Lego. <laughs> um, listen to us. We know what we're talking about, Lego. That's our, that's our guidance for you. So my love, can yeah, you sorry. introduce uh, what we're talking about this episode? Part two of what? 
Yes, we are talking part two about planning for 2024. Welcome or welcome back. My name is Monica Aviles and I'm here with my husband Jesus Aviles and together we have been homeschooling for over 20 years because homeschool unlocked, it's not school, it's life. So in this last episode of 2023, how do we start off planning for 2024? After we've set up the whole mindset thing, what, what's the first thing we do? We pray with confidence, full of confidence, boldly, expectant, with childlike trust in the Lord that is huge and big because just like our kids don't sit there and say like, well, you know, I wonder if you're going to love me this upcoming year. I wonder if you have good for me this upcoming year. Our kids know that we love them. Our kids know that we want the best for them. And that's how we're going to pray. It does not honor God to doubt his love, to be fearful or anxious because that is having an evil imagination. It honors the Lord when we pray big. So open up your 2024 planning with prayer bold prayer. We're going to do some great things. We're going to do some big things. We're going to adjust whatever needs to be adjusted and we're going to move forward with his purpose in our lives. So you start off with prayer. Step two, you got to actually take out the calendar now. Now we're talking about calendars, all right? Because you reviewed 2023. You've asked yourself several framing mindset questions so that when you come across something to decide if I'm going to put it on or not, you kind of have some anchoring questions to kind of always go back to. We got the prayer. Now we're sitting Paper to pencil. I like to put things in certain buckets. So there are certain items in the calendar that are rocks. I mean, they just got to be there. There are certain items on the calendar that are pebbles, right? They're they're rock-ish, but pretty small. And then there are items that are just sand, right? They're just just added. Now, if anyone's attempted to ever put these three items in a jar, you're going to find out that the sequence in which they're put in the jar is really going to impact how much of it gets in the jar. Right. If the first thing you do is you bucket full of sand, chances are if you put some pebbles in, you got very few rocks that are going to go in there. Right. And so the same way. So here's the typical sequence. First, you got to put in these big rocks. Yeah, And actually, I think this comes from Stephen Covey and the seven habits of highly effective people, um, which we had read back. I yeah. read with the kids. I read that a few years, probably like 2017 or something. And so we read it as a family during our homeschool day. And he talks about beginning with the end in mind. He talks about putting first things first. And so these are the kinds of principles and habits. Well, he talks about principles are one thing, but these are the habits that you build as you're planning in your calendar. These things are, these habits are reflected in how you plan. Excellent citation, my love. So, hey, start with the most important things in putting that in the equation. Now, you've reviewed 2023. A nice place to start is kind of grab major items from 2023 that you would like to repeat in 2024. Again, if it aligns with what your goal, what your mission, what your theme is, you think where the Lord's walking you toward in 2024. So a nice place to nice place to determine what are rocks. Look at 2023. There might be some rocks that you want to double up on, that you want to repeat, that you want to readdress. And so that's a nice place for rocks. For us, homeschooling is a rock. That's very important. Being part of our church, being active in church, that is a rock. Being involved in our homeschool community, our business, there are different rocks. Those are examples of some of the rocks in our life. That means that they're going to take a greater priority. They're going to get more time and effort compared to other things like even sports, for example. Sports, although important and valuable, we're not going to put 
sports as a rock. And if and if we can say this is really actually the first time we, we get to discuss what summer may look like. A- as a homeschool family, there are times when we decide, you know, there are a couple subjects we're going to pull into summer, right? So what are the major rocks for summer, major rocks for spring break? Because we do, although we're looking at 2024 and we put in major events tied to the things that we prioritize, in our calendar, we actually don't spend a whole lot of time looking at the year in a whole lot of detail. We take time and we plan a quarter at a time. And so a book that I read, The 12-Week Year. And basically in that book, the author talks about condensing your year into quarters. And that allows for greater focus and productivity. You know, sweetie, Uh, And I'm glad you shared that, that whole concept of uh, looking at the year in quarters. After prayer, I had mentioned taking out paper, pencil, and kind of just kind of uh, figuring out these three categories, rocks, pebbles, and sand. But I think even before you do that, even before you begin to kind of look at things that you want to repeat or quote-unquote putting these rocks on paper, you got to chop it up. That was excellent. That should have been the second thing that we done after prayer, which is conceptually understand things in quarters. Now, the reason why that is so successful, I want you to imagine the amount of intensity and energy most people give as they approach a deadline. You can go back to the days that you studied in school. You can go back to days where... Or even for Christmas shopping, right? Yes. When you're thinking about Christmas shopping. So if you could imagine, think of all that energy, all that um, eagerness, all that... What's the word I'm looking for? Focus, um, motivation. Focus, motivation. I think the word I'm looking for is, uh, I, I, it escapes me. But that drive, instead of waiting till December at the end of the year where you have one massive deadline either to, you know, hit that diet point, hit that uh, school point, hit that uh, budget point, you spread it across your four, you know, you put it in four sections, you'll find the amount of energy and focus you give toward your goals as you approach the end of March. As you approach the end of May, as you approach the end of these quarters, you're going to find your ability to achieve things much higher, more focused. Because I don't know about you, if I have a yearly goal, I'm really not going to really reflect on it until maybe October, November, just to see how much energy I need to like dedicate to it at the end. So you've created, in putting it in quarters, just a level of energy that you can't find anywhere. Oh, the word I was looking for is urgency. Mm-hmm. You've developed a sense of urgency Instead of pushing everything back to an annual goal, put it in those quarters. You'll find that that focus and that energy will really just pop out. So that's that's a great job. I forgot all about that. Sorry, my love. So at the end of the quarters would be March, June, not May, June. March, June, and then September and December. And so we're planning the year, but then we're really focusing in on one quarter at a time. And we're coming back to that. We come back throughout the year. Excellent, we have. And we plan in quarters. As rocks get placed in these quarters, right, then we have pebbles. Now, if you're trying to figure out what's the difference between a rock and a pebble, a pebble is a small rock, right? The big <laughs> the big rocks are the, are the non-negotiables. I mean, they have yeah. to be there. The pebbles are super duper important negotiable items. Some things are important. Some things are so important, but but not important to the sense where there's just we're not going to shake that. You, maybe you put that in pencil, whereas the rocks you put in pen. So that's the difference between pebbles. Sand, when it enters the schedule, kind of gets added 
as you're in the year and as things are being decided to be added or not. So we go back to those mind framing questions we shared with you seven just last week, right before we hit uh, the Christmas break, if you remember those. And that kind of helps me make decisions between pebbles and sand that get added to the equation. How close is this? to how I've decided to measure success. How close is this to being the positive contribution I said I was going to give like the world this particular year? And then that helps me decide, is that a sand or is that a pebble, right? I go back to these angry questions, right, that I spent time on. Now, we may not have said it, but the 25 questions that Monica and I went through, we went through it individually and then we shared out together. And then we had follow-up questions for each other. This is how we really get on the same page as a husband and wife. Those anchoring questions, super important to kind of differentiate pebbles and sand as items get added into the schedule. That's actually one of my favorite dates that we go on during the year is these planning times. Not everyone would consider that a fun date, but I love it. I got to share something when you're done. I got to share something when you're done. Well, I do love it. And so we do get a chance to talk. And this is an area that was not always easy for us. I cannot tell you for how long we struggled with a calendar. I can't tell you how many times even still I end up in tears and I get frustrated at Jesus and he has to be patient with me and he's frustrated with me because I'm getting frustrated. But there are areas that we haven't given up on and we continue and we try and we've gotten better. And now I can say a couple weekends ago when we did this, we didn't cry except maybe just out of excitement for a couple, you know, after we discussed a couple of questions. So I'm going to have to share this, right? Since we started off this particular episode sharing a little bit something about myself, right? I'm going to close 2023 disclosing a little bit more about myself. Here's another super item for everyone to know. Do you know that following times like this, like actual schedule calendar time, my wife often looks at me and just, just, just tells me that I'm sexy. <laughs> she does. She does. And it isn't like, you know, I'm going to do some push-ups before I go, you know, cut the yard shirtless, which 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 I don't do. You know what my wife finds sexy? She finds sexy when we sit down and we talk about calendars and the budget. Thinking about how to care for your spouse as a guy, it's often easy to to do things that come easy to you. So I'm a guy, so it's very easy for me to go out and cut the yard and chop this up and really convince myself that this is loving my wife. My wife's not going to go out there and cut this grass. I'm loving her by doing it. So all of a sudden, it's like, oh, oh my strength, it really loves my wife. But it's, it's when you spend some time and you see what's important to her. And then me, whether I struggle dearly attempting to do the things that love her, man, she just, she just shows love upon me. She just looks at me like, man, I know this cost you. I know spending three hours simply framing the conversation to plan, right? Three, four-hour process, two coffees. She knows and she finds that lovely. So men, for the men that listen to this, hey, find out what your wife loves. Dig into it the best you can, whether you crash and burn, at, but, but, but the effort and in time you grow in success, that's how you love her. That's how I love uh, my wife, and when she looks at me, she looks at me like, hey, sexy, I'm glad uh, we put down July. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. So anyway, that's we, that. I think you said July because that's our anniversary month. Yes, it so, is. However, I also want to say that there is this element, especially being a homeschool mom, where, and, and for me, for years, that looked like working really 
at home. And I, and I was an independent contractor. I did some work, um, still from home, but it, it just, when you are a homeschooling mom and you're already giving of yourself and you are working, but you're not necessarily getting a paycheck for it. It's not going to go on your resume the same way it would you working outside and at a full-time job. It speaks a lot of love and care when you take the time to plan with your wife, even if it's difficult, even if it's uncomfortable. By you doing that, you're saying, hey, I value, I see your contribution. I know this is important. I know your time is valuable and you're spending it investing in our family. Thank you. So don't underestimate the power that that has in in building your marriage. As you get ready to celebrate this upcoming new year, just do it with excitement and hope because God is for you in Christ. We love you so much. We thank you for spending this time with us today. I think for the moment we were thinking about closing, but there's one more thing I got to add, my love. Go, go, go. I mean, the homeschool community, right? Our homeschool unlock crew, by this particular point, because I've shared this so many times, should know we never, ever talk about the calendar if we don't immediately follow it up with the budget. So after you lay out your calendar, your rocks, your pebbles, your sand, right? You kind of put some sprinkles all in there. Hey, there are some items, especially those rocks, those non-negotiables. You should put like a dollar amount on it. Here's an example for us. Some years, our boys are the ones that have birthdays. And in our particular case, that's four boys. That's four birthdays compared to years where it's girls that we're going to celebrate. Now, we, re- we celebrate everybody's birthday, but some are small, in-house, just family, and some are open up, invite invite friends, right? And we're so excited for you to have those conversations. Even if at the beginning of the conversation, the first thing you say is, I'm not excited about this conversation. Because uh-huh. that can actually mean that you then ask, well, why, why not? What is the hesitation about? Why does this cause a, a knot in your stomach? You know, and you go from there and you grow and you, you work things out because those things honor the Lord. When we come to him and we depend on him, that is such a blessing to him. It actually honors him to say, hey, I depend on you. Sometimes we think that going out and and really, you know, Lord, work in us or work through us or we're going to do this for you. Wait a minute. One of the best things that we can do is say, Lord, we depend on you. We need you. And then acknowledging him then that positions you to be able to talk about the things that maybe make you uncomfortable, whether it be calendar planning or budgeting or both. And when that's all said and done, pray together. Remember to enjoy your New Year's Eve. We wish you all the best. Happy New Year. Can't wait to continue on this journey together with you in 2024. Happy New Year, beautiful people. And Homeschool Unlocked, follow, like us. Forward these podcasts to people that you think need us. The more you follow, the easier it will be for the larger audience uh, to find us. And so, hey, God bless. Happy New Year. We look forward to uh, seeing you in 2024. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.